well, if people don't know what the product is, should we say review? Should it have the word reviews in it? Should it have the word audio books in it? Should it have the word recorded books, books on tape? There were so many options. And I kept thinking that maybe that was, you know, if I was going to really hang on to this thing, it needed to have a, a, a really future kind of look. Alex Williams here to welcome you once again to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Robin Witten, who previously featured on episodes 171 and 246 of Broken Bulbs. Now, Robin is the founder and editor of Audiophile Magazine. Started all the way back in 1992, it was the very early days of the modern audiobook. Nearly 30 years later, audiobooks are massive. They're a big deal. Robin continues to work with a small team of editors and nearly 100 audiobook reviewers to publish more than 50 reviews per week. But she also struggled to come up with a brand name. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Robin Witten, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Uh, I I would love to, Alex. I'm not sure this one's broken, but you know we got we we took a lot of cracks along the way. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's a funny story. So let's talk about the troubles of choosing a brand name. Why don't you tell us about the story? Yes. So um, I had to pick a brand name for this new magazine I was starting in about 1991. Um, and it was going to be an, a magazine about audio books, which it still is. Um, but there was a lot of um, confusion over the name audiobook, what it was. And um, so trying to find a name for the company, um, you know, really took me a long time. And I kept thinking, well, if people don't know what the product is, should we say review? Should it have the word reviews in it? Should it have the word audio books in it? Should it have the word recorded books, books on tape, uh, <laughs> recorded stories, spoken word? It, there were so many options. And I kept thinking that maybe that was, you know, if I was going to really hang on to this thing, um, it needed to have, you know, a long, um, a, a, a really future kind of look, a uh, look to the future, I guess. Um, and we're talking 1991. So this was before Google and Amazon had really established the idea of um, a single word that might not actually mean anything um, <laughs> to anyone until it was a brand. But, you know, there were there were ex uh, obviously examples of that, but it wasn't as common as when the dot-com company got going. So, you know, I came, I came onto the idea of 
audio file since the files, they were audio sound files that were the essence of an audiobook. And, you know, I was I was going to stick with it. I liked it. I liked the way it looked in a graphic and I was going to stick with it. <laughs> well, at, in in all the other things we've talked about about people challenging whether audiophile uh, audiobook an audiobook magazine was a good idea, I took a lot of flack for this name. Oh, it had to have recorded books in the name. Well, that was actually another brand. It had to have books on tape in the name. That was a brand. And, you know, it should say tape somewhere. <laughs> and thank goodness I never listened to any of those <laughs> people. <laughs> because where would I be if we had a brand that had the word tape in it? <laughs> you know, it would it would not be it would not be a good thing. So, you know, I stuck with audiophile. And then uh, along in um, 1997 came along audible.com. And wow, one word didn't really mean anything too much, um, but here it was um, a new uh, retailer of digital audiobooks. And of course, it is, you know, became hugely successful, now a part of Amazon. And uh, <laughs> so now I have a brand, Audiophile, which is very close to Audible, often confused. So after taking so much <laughs> flack for the name, now the biggest brand uh, in the audiobook world is very close to ours and is often confused. So uh, I don't know whether that, <laughs> that it comes around full circle, I guess, for um, looking ahead when you're choosing a brand name. Yeah, yeah. Like you really have to be forward thinking, but it's hard to know how to be forward thinking. So what kind of advice would you give the audience just a simple thing they can do today to be forward thinking in their creative endeavors? Well, I, I do think that, you know, um, trying to come up with something that has um, a, a, a long, a long view for a brand, I'm sure anyone would say that to you, even if you don't know what that that it's going to look like in ten years or longer, um, and you know, I I suppose one can change brands, um, but you know, if you can find something that um, seems seems like it's a good idea, just hang on to it, and you know, weigh weigh the comments from all your friends and neighbors on what they think about it, um, but you know, hang in there, I guess. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. Obviously, you went with Audiophile. Why don't you tell us about that and the rest of your work? Right. So Audiophile Magazine uh, is available at audiophilemagazine.com, uh, where we have reviews and recommendations of thousands of audiobooks, um, new ones each week. Um, we have newsletters that uh, we people can sign up for, and we have a podcast uh, behind the mic with Audiophile uh, that discusses uh, and recommends uh, one audiobook five times a week in a very short little conversation about why we like it. Here's a little clip. You get a sample. 
Um, you can decide if it's your next great audiobook or something you'd like to put on your list. I love it. And I'm going to have links for that and more down in the show notes so that it's easy for people to go and find you and get involved with your work. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me. Thank you, Alex. It's been great. And thank you for listening. Be forward thinking. A name is a pretty big deal. So spend some time considering what your brand is going to be known as. Special thank you to Robin for joining me once again and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which I've linked down in the show notes. And of course, Robin's previously featured on Broken Bulbs. So if you want to hear more of Robin on Broken Bulbs, make sure you check out episodes 171 and 246 as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gefsison, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.